Hello and welcome to episode seven of Party Pooper Podcast with Phil and Lethia. Oh, did you not think it was episode seven? You no, look very shocked. Yeah, right now. I did. I didn't think it was episode seven. They say that um, most podcasts. Uh, well, there was a study done two years ago, and half of all podcasts had less than fourteen episodes. Mm-hmm. And most podcasts, if they didn't reach seven episodes they generally died so by reaching episode seven this is kind Mm -hmm. of like a you know it means that we're probably going to survive the podcast like not pod fade out they call it they call uh pieced out pods pod fade (laughs) podcast fade fade or something good lord um i don't remember the statistics i had them out before but there was a quite a lot of podcasts that only had one episode and uh then there was quite a lot that only had two episodes so Alethea is snapping at our dog because uh, he's got allergies and he's Memphis is he's going to town on his yeah. paws yeah so um, yeah today is August 1st which is Swiss National Day happy birthday Switzerland Yee. I'm uh, part Swiss so that's I'm gonna make lots of potatoes tonight for dinner yeah <laughs> Alicia is not psyched about it because it's really hot and she it's, doesn't want me making hot food. But it's freaking hot, man. Like, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm loving this heat. I just, the stove. Like, mm-hmm. Why? It's going to be okay. And also, we need to have something other than just potatoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, since today is August 1st, it means I'm finally done my on-call month. Right. Which means I can finally have a beer, which I have yeah. right here. Prepare your ASMR. Ah, yeah. (laughs) So I've got a Tofino Brewing Company Ethereal IPA. I love that can. It's very pretty. Yeah, Alicia was just checking out the the artwork on it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's 6.7%. Awesome. And I'm kind of a lightweight, so we'll see if we can get through this episode. Hammered (laughs) 10 minutes in. Mm. And Phil's very special when he drinks. Well, let's hope that I can hold it together. It's going to be okay. So, oh, Memphis saw you drinking, so he's taking off because yeah. he knows what you get like. You get very lovey-dovey. Oh, boy. Um, Wanting so to maul the poor dog. I do have um, mm-hmm. something to bring up from a previous episode. I as oh, well. what, what are you drinking? Sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh, boy. Um I'm drinking the uh, Point Break Sour from Vancouver Island Brewing. Yeah, it's very it's good. Delicious. You've Actually, t- I didn't even had take it before. A sip. I have had it before, yeah. I, I, just, I really dig the can, too. Yeah, the can's got pretty cool artwork on it. I'm not sure if we posted yeah. this one yet. I don't think we have on the Instagram, so um, I'll make sure to post photos oh, of both of these start. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, yeah, so on one of our more depressing episodes, we talked about Will's. Mm-hmm. And planning for your inevitable death. And um, I was talking about how wills for couples and wills in general are expensive. And I was planning on eventually getting one um, for real from a lawyer once we got married and stuff. But um, I listened to this other podcast called uh, Canada Land, which is like independent journalism in Canada. And they're really awesome. Um, and they just coincidentally just had an ad for this company called uh willful.co so mm-hmm. it's uh w i double l 
F-U single L dot co. And if you go to willful.co slash Canada land and use Canada land as a promo code, you get 15% off. We don't have a affiliate thing with them, but no, if, but it's cool. Give them a shout out. I mean, you yeah, know. you can, you can help Canada land out, which yeah. is awesome. Independent Canadian journalism. But even if you don't care who Canada land is saving 15% is still good. So, and you said it's funny. It was a coincidence. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like the universe is making oh, things happen. Wait it's till just coincidences. I tell you a little story later on. Coincidences are just <laughs> coincidences. Okay. I'm telling you. Um, Anyway, bottom line is um, they have they have really easy wills that do all kinds of stuff. Like, for mm-hmm. example, for us, they have um, a pet trust. So if, if both of us were to kick the bucket uh, in the car in a car accident or okay, whatever. Okay, all right. There's no need to. Anyway. We've been over my fear. But it, it's more than just a super basic will. Like, they have a pet trust, so you can establish a trust for your pet or pets mm-hmm. when you uh, pass away, if, if both of you die. And you can put all kinds of stuff in there, like how you want to be buried and executors. And it's actually pretty awesome. So they got, like, really basic ones that are about $100. Then there's, like, a premium one. And then there's one, it's like a package for couples which is 250 bucks, which is still up there, but um, you can make changes to it as many times as you want. So later on, every time you make a change, you don't have to like pay it again. You just paid 250 bucks mm-hmm. minus 15% and whatever for a couple. And mm, that's, that's a, a pretty affordable solution. The caveat is it's only available for Alberta, Ontario, Saskatchewan, BC, Nova Scotia, and Manitoba. So if you're not... Did I say them wrong or something? No, You're giving me no, this no, 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 <laughs> you, you st- no. Nothing. You did not say anything wrong. Okay. Anyway, so. As if, far as I know. I I just, I had a little thing pop up in my oh. head and I was going with that. So I kind of tuned out. But. Okay. Uh, so if you live in like Quebec or PEI or Newfoundland, um, they don't cover those areas yet. Mm. So um, you'd have to find another solution maybe. But for anyone that is in those provinces, uh, it's a pretty pretty good option so i just wanted to bring that up um that's what i got oh man i got some takes back takes back wow i can't even say it take backsies because i messed up corrections yeah corrections um a couple of podcasts ago i was talking about uh how you know with all the black lives matter movement and everything going on um i had really been trying to incorporate different uh you know different kinds of media be it, be it books music uh, whatever podcasts all that jazz um and so uh like be, just to make sure i wasn't you know in a kind of pigeonholing myself to only listening to um people that were very similar to me or whatever you know what i mean you know what i'm saying sure. anyway uh so some of the existing podcasts that i had been listening to did up like little lists and stuff and they mentioned um black authors or musicians or podcasts or whatever that people should go and check out. And I had mentioned that Ruth Ware was uh, one of these authors that was on a list, and she's a uh, mystery writer, thriller writer. Um, And just off the bat, the fact that it's a woman writer uh, for me is not something I gravitate towards. And it's not like a conscious decision. It really just so happened. I I noticed the stuff that I read and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm not really, you know, checking out a lot of female authors. So I'm glad that I stumbled across her, but I mistakenly said that she was black and she is not black. Super white. 
super wide. I'm so why well, super wide. That almost sounds like I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway, you know what I mean. That's twice I said that now. So maybe you don't know what I mean. But I just feel bad that I misidentified. It's I didn't want to be insulting or mm-hmm. giving false information or even just you know. It's I don't know. It's just not cool. I should have checked beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so sorry to anybody that may have heard it and was like, wow, you're dense. Um, or that knows her personally or something. Or I don't know, that got offended by it. So, yeah, that's it. And also, I this is the third time we've tried to do this podcast now. I just realized. So it's like the third time that I'm repeating that uh, I'm sorry that I cut you off a lot in the podcast when we were talking about, you were talking about your anxieties and stuff. I think I just myself was feeling very anxious and, I don't know, a little uncomfortable talking about it, just mm-hmm. focusing only on the stuff that stresses us out and getting down that like rabbit hole. And also, just as I've said to you before, it's uh, just my mouth, goes a lot faster than my brain sometimes. So I start to say things before I have a chance to think about whether or not the other person has finished what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes from not making excuses, but I was talking to my mom about it, and we were having a laugh over it because uh, I said I think a lot of it comes from the fact that I grew up in a house. We were five women, and... Uh, yeah, I think just uh, some of us t- talk a lot. We, well, a lot of us talk a lot, but like when you're the youngest, uh, you kind of gotta <laughs> repeat yourself and get your <laughs> you were ed- not that you were edgewise, not that people wouldn't listen to me, but it's just like a you know it's like a cacophony of mm-hmm. talking and stuff going on at the same time, and you know everybody vying for attention and whatnot. Anyway, well, I appreciate so, you saying that. And, yeah. Um, you know, part of doing this whole podcast and us doing this, uh, part of the whole idea that I had was that it would help us communicate better and help us uh, have this activity to do together and get to know each other better. Even though we've been together over seven years, there's right. always things over that you... Over seven years? Yeah, you and me. No, man. It's only been six years. No, it's seven. How is that even possible? Um. Well, I... we. <laughs> Oh, so shit, wait now. I pro- oh, no. I proposed to you on our fifth anniversary, which was well, when I was in, in school. We met in 2013, and it's 2020. Mm-hmm. So the math, Alethea. Yeah, well, so you remember that I proposed on our fifth oh, anniversary, shit. which was when I was in school in Ontario, and then we've been here a summer already, and this is our second summer here. So well, you asked me ago. out. You asked me out on St. Jean also. Yeah. Well, you weren't in Quebec. But yeah, I was on uh, military training. Yeah, and we met. On St. Patrick's Day of 2013. So I've re- there's really no excuse. That's okay. No, you don't understand. Time I'm flies. horrible, horrible. I'm horrible <laughs> with birthdays. And this was my one saving grace. Birthdays and ages. I can never remember. If somebody asks me how old you are, I totally blank. If somebody asks me how old I am, there's a good chance I'm not going to say it right. And it's not because I'm trying to like hide my age or anything i just legit am like oh shit i don't know and then that's try to like <laughs> if somebody asks you how old i am you can just tell them i'm 63 in my heart oh god <laughs> that's like that's uh, the age i identify with it's terrible I don't somewhere know in my 60s awful 
awful. Uh, anyway. like, and you know, sometimes you have to fill stuff out and they'll say, well, when, when was your partner's birthday? And I'm just like, really? and I mean, that is absolutely, you don't know my birthday? well, I do now, but do you know how long it took me to be like the year I'm always going to get messed up, but the actual day, it took me forever to realize why am I not remembering this? It's so easy. Well, I we always both have remember the same it's December. Num- we have the same <laughs> I number. Forget it's the same day. I'm December 16th. She's February 16th. So it's not. It's the exact same <laughs> number. Oh man, that's why it's so easy to remember. You know what? I, I seriously think I just have so much useless information in my brain. It it's just really crazy the That's things okay. I remember and the things that I don't remember. This it's, is refreshing because the no stereotype sense. is for the man to forget. <laughs> so oh, if you're the one that forgets, then yeah. it makes me look super good. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any other corrections? <laughs> Probably, but none that I can recall right now. Okay, so oh. you oh oh I did it. No, it's okay. What's up? No, I was just gonna say I have a game I want to play. Oh, yeah, I was going to introduce that, so And take now it away. I realized I wanted to have, like, game show music because I thought that would have been funny. Ooh, um, yeah, we don't have that. I can play game show applause. <laughs> that, that's actually that's, laughing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's laughing. It's not applause. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine if every time <laughs> you laughed? Like, here I'm cracking up, but really, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Oh. Instead of laughing. <laughs> wow. That would be creepy. That would be super confusing for an, an actor. If you were on stage and people just started laughing instead of clapping and it was like a really intense scene, you well, know? You're talking about some kind of weird psychological disconnect in the Twilight Zone or something. Yeah. Really. It's not. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. All right. So what's the, what are we, what are we doing today? Okay. So I just thought it would be kind of nice with all the poop that we've been you know talking about it would just be kind of nice to look back to a simpler time basically and i don't know get to know each other a little bit and talk about maybe things that relate to our childhood or growing up like stuff we like so i i created this little questionnaire and it's not really a test to see if you know me or if i know you because there are some things that just with the uh, age, di- well, no, you know what? I can't blame it on the age difference. I think it just is stuff that we never really actually sat down and talked about in an actual conversation. Like we might have mentioned it in passing, and maybe it's not something that stuck with us. Do you want to tell people what the age difference is, or because now that you've said it, so I know there's going to be people out there that are like, "What does she mean? Like, what age difference? Like, uh, you, you can. Is it because you don't know what the number is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can guess. Okay, well, Alethea is 11 years older than me. Oh, I totally was going to guess wrong. Oh, you thought it was a different number? Yeah. What did you think it was? So, I thought that you were... Oh, no. That's right. I was just doing the math wrong in my head, but the number is the same, so that actually works. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. But everybody uh, says that she looks well, the same age as me. People used All my to coworkers say that. say that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. That was like a long time ago. Now I've just been through the ringer, so, yeah. which is fine. <laughs> which is fine. Anyway, so yeah, we do. And that's an important uh, fact because when we talk about our childhoods, we're from different generations. So yeah. a lot of the time when we're talking to other people about, you know, 
I don't know, that childhood thing or that movie like you're or like, whatever. You're like an 80s child, like an 80s, 90s I'm, child. I'm a 90s kid. But you were born in the 80s. Yeah, I was, but. Yeah. So I don't mean, it'd be different if you were like born 89 and you're one year old or even two years old, but you had like child years in yeah. the 80s. So I was born in the 80s. You were born in the 70s. Uh, in the no, I was 70s. born in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mid seventies, and so yeah, that we uh, both experienced the nineties. No, 90s actually, I in guess a different technically way. that would begin be early seventies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I oh, yeah, yeah, it would be more like early seventies. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so how does this work? Let's do it. Let's do it. So we already did the questions. Yeah, we wrote down our answers, and now we have to compare them. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. But okay. just so everybody else knows what's going on, uh, what happened was Alethea asked me six questions. And for each one, I had to write down my answer for myself. And then I had to write down what I thought her answer would be. And right. she did the same. And we're going to see, like she said, it's not really to see how well we know each other. No. And it's bad or whatever. But it could be interesting it's, to see what the other person thinks that the other person would yeah, have said maybe. Yeah. And also, it kind of just fit with, like, we've been watching, well, when when you've been home you know we why well we've been watching a lot of tv i mean we we've always in our times when you would come back like amidst your training and stuff we would definitely have our shows that we watch together because we couldn't really go out and do very much mm -hmm. um you know you'd be tired traveling and stuff like that so this was just something we would do together and uh you know with the whole covid thing we've been definitely embracing fully even though there's a lot of disparity when it comes to choosing what of the things we watch we're going to watch, and also me pressuring Phil to watch things he does not want to watch. By the way, nobody emailed us. Which he us. does not usually succumb to. I, I asked for people to email us with uh, show suggestions, and I did not get any emails. So, Mwah. And I didn't get any emails from any Albertans either. Oh, well. Who are all you Calgarians listening? So anyway, still putting it out there. Partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. Send us some questions and comments and what shows we should watch. All right, so what's question number one? Okay, so the first question was uh, favorite superhero or action star growing up. Okay, so you want me, I'll tell you what I thought yours was going to be. Okay. Tank girl. <gasps> Close. What do you? But mean? I was already a little bit older by then. What did you put down? But but I actually thought she was fucking awesome. Yeah. I still think she's fucking awesome. I totally oh see my that. god! I just had a total glitch. Okay, I'll tell you after. It's super crazy, and I will explain the glitch thing much later. All right. That's crazy. Um, I thought probably yours would be... No, no, what did you put for oh, sorry. yours? Oh, oh, um, Sarah Connor, like Linda oh, Hamilton okay. in The Terminator. Yeah, I see that, yeah. Yeah. So what did, you think, uh, you, what did you think I said? I thought maybe yours would be either The Punisher or RoboCop. Ooh, yeah, RoboCop was cool. I remember seeing that when I was a kid. That yeah. was a very cool movie. Yeah. And now when you watch it, you're like, whoa, this is kind of creepy, weird, like, lame. Whatever. I loved but, it, though. I love the creepy part, like how it's creepy. Um, yeah, I, and Punisher I like. But when I was a kid, uh, I was really into Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Fudge! He's I, the coolest. Okay. Military ninja. And. Yeah. You know like, what? I don't know if this is a spoiler alert, but. Snake Eyes turned out to be a white dude, which was super weird. Like, for the longest, like, my entire childhood, what, I had no idea that he was a white dude. 
And that was kind of the mystique. He was just a person in this costume and he never showed his face ever. And then the new G.I. Joe movie came out like when I was in my 20s or something. And then like, I was like, holy crap, like Snake Eyes is white. Like what's happening? Did you know I was an extra in the movie for Snake Eyes when they filmed it in Montreal? No. Yep. Me and this other person from work, uh, we were we were finishing up our night shift and we showed up to this. Do you mean the G.I. Joe movie? Because um, I don't think there was a Snake Eyes movie. With uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's like My fascination another, that's another movie Cage. called Snake I know. Eyes. That oh, has well, nothing to do with this Snake Okay, Eyes. well, I don't even remember what it was because it was for only one scene. And okay. I don't recall those movies really at all. But anyways, um, we were unpaid. They were basically just put a, a, a public shout out there. I think we saw it maybe in the mirror the paper that used to get in montreal oh, yeah. or whatever yeah, I, I loved that i loved reading that um anyways I, wherever we heard about it we just showed up at the uh pepsi forum i guess whatever it's called yep. and waited outside and so we got to be part of the wrestling uh bo- boxing or wrestling oh they had like a maybe cage match or something in the movie yeah uh well an actual match yeah i think it was boxing and we were just part of the audience. Oh, so, okay. like, I I think I tried once to watch the movie to see if I could ever see myself, and I couldn't. So, for everyone but at home, it's the second time that I was an extra in a movie, which was pretty cool. Alethea is a huge Nicolas Cage fan. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. that makes sense that she would go yeah. to an unpaid uh, stand in thing. Yeah. Uh, so you said that this question, question number one was a multi-part question. Oh, the glitch thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. The whole thing with the tank girl thing is that's really funny because I was actually looking at, um, there's, uh, an artist who I subscribed to her newsletter and she had like a sale on prints and I was like, oh man, I wish I could get it. And she does a really, really cool, uh, copy of, tank girl and her name is laura zombie it's laura zombie studio and she had a sale on her paints and stuff and she also does like really cool prints of um it's very related to like you know the dark and vulnerable side of being human so it could be like uh you know two wolves that are kissing but like their heads turn into humans and i don't know it's just it's just very good anyways people should go and check it out okay so second part of that question um is what when you were younger what did you want to have as your superpower or like an attribute because you could have just liked all the gadgets or something that a superpower a superhero had um and if you were to have a superpower now what would it be like your actual something that you you possess currently that you consider your superpower or that yeah i struggled with this question it was i was like i don't have a superpower like what do you mean so um, I think that you would have wanted to teleport. Really? Yeah. What did you put down for yourself? I actually loved the movie Firestarter and I uh, wished because I, I almost think, put that because Drew Barrymore, when she was in that, she was younger than me, but I loved the book. And when I saw the movie, oh my God, I was just like, I used to, I used to, <laughs> I used to go my grandparents that lived around the Bay and I would stand on their they had this huge porch and I would just stand on it and look out over at the, um, like the cherry trees and the walnut trees and stuff that were like growing or chestnut trees or whatever. And try to set growing. them on fire with and your mom. I would, I would do it. Like it started one day I was really upset about something, probably something stupid to do with like a toy being taken from me by my, one of my sisters or mm-hmm. something, just bugging me or I don't know, whatever. And I was like, if only I could just 
harness this power, you know? And I thought that'd be so cool. Not that I would ever hurt anybody, but I imagined if I could get it to work because like I would stand, the wind would be blowing and like my hair would be blowing back and, and it would be pretty cool. And I thought like you could totally like light bullies sneakers on fire, you know? Yeah. Cause you want to like, I didn't want to like hurt somebody to the point where they actually were hurt. I just wanted to like, em- like embarrass them or like just, yeah, I just figured you'd want to like be able to see the world or like go just teleport yourself to different places. I don't even to- know if I would have known what that was when I was little. Okay. Yeah. Um, and for your current uh, trait, my current power, <laughs> super power, whatever, I said that you have a super uh, bullshit detector. You have a very keen BS meter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. That's not what I thought, but. What did you put? I put my sense of smell. Oh, oh that's so obvious. I, <laughs> how did I miss that? Alethea has an insane sense of smell. Like, like if, I don't even know. Like, you could hire her to work a, in a coal a mine or something. <laughs> or, like, as a bomb, sni- a drug sniffer dog. Or, like, yeah, like, literally. It's, I'd probably be so happy, like, like, crawling around, like, doing the training with all the other dogs. You know? Which is as much a curse as anything. Yeah, because yeah. Because she smells bad curse. smells nonstop, mm-hmm. just all the time. And I'm like, I'm I don't super smell anything. Sensitive. Super, super sensitive to certain smells. The funny thing is, is I can go into a store like, for example, Lush. It doesn't bother me at all. It does not bother me at all. But walk in a department store or a pharmacy where all I can smell is perfume and stuff like that in there. That I cannot handle. It's just I find it too much. Or- and I think it's because, like, not everything at Lush is natural. So I can't even say it's. It's uh, like natural versus synthetic thing. It's just, I don't know, man. I think pretty much everyone can agree that walking into a body shop is pretty overpowering. Yeah. Uh, Potty shop, lush. I know, but I'm talking about body shop. I I have very uh, strong memories of going into body shop and feeling like assaulted by the amount of smell. But anyway, what did you put for, for me? I put that you would wish that your superpower was time travel. Ooh, that's good. I put, yeah, stop or rewind time. Yeah. The ability to manipulate time. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. And uh, your actual... Uh-oh. It's a deadly farts. <laughs> your Killer actual fart? super bummer. I, you know I mean? Super bummer? <laughs> Cat's out of the bag. Um, I put your actual power, I said as a joke, you would have said being vegan. And then as a joke, I would have said being a super bummer. A super bummer? The ability to be a super bummer. Okay. And then I was like, but your, but your actual, your actual power would be like your strength, like meaning your resilience. What, What does that mean? Strength, resilience. Like you just... You don't get caught up in the, oh, woe is me thing. Okay. Like, you can, like, bitch and moan about something. Mm-hmm. Like, if something happens to me, uh-huh. you, you think, like, when I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do, blah, 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 and I ask you, you're, you're kind of more, like, just figure it out yourself type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's so complicated? Just... Do it. Yeah. And you don't like it if I have to, uh, like, for you, if it's something that you think that just everybody should know, 
and it's something it's being asked of you you don't like it it's a totally different story if i'm talking about something that i'm not sure what to do and i don't solicit advice and then you're more than happy to right. help me <laughs> so my superpower is being giving unsolicited advice anyway <laughs> i put that i my superpower is that i believe that i can learn to do anything that like okay well that that kind of works with resilience. Yeah, like, that anything is possible if you just put your mind to it and work hard at it or whatever. Like, if I wanted to, you know, build something, like, if I wanted to build a boat, like, I know that's an incredibly difficult and complicated task, but, like, I believe that I can I can do that. And, um, you know, sometimes I have uh, gripes about my work, just like anybody does yeah. about their work or whatever. But I think... Um, not to be like a PR spokesman for the military or anything, but I feel like when I did do my infantry training a long time ago, it really changed um, my perspective on uh, like my self-confidence and my ability to Mm -hmm. do things. Like when you do something that you thought I could never possibly do that. Right. And then you are forced kicking and screaming to actually do it. And then you come out the other side and you're like, wow, I really did that thing. And it like, you keep doing that over and over again and being forced to do all these things that you mm-hmm. feel are impossible for you to do. And then all of a sudden you believe like, oh, wow, like I, I did all these things that yeah. I never thought I could do. So yeah. now it's like, well, I guess there's nothing I can't do now. Yeah. So Cool. Yeah. What's uh, question number two? Um, oh, my God. That was like question number one. Uh, I think I said favorite movie growing up. Is that what I told you? Yeah, so I thought yeah. that you would say Blade Runner. I absolutely did say Blade Runner. Nice. Cool, cool. What do you think I said? Um, I think you said your favorite movie growing up would have been like Transformers. This is funny because you bought me a t-shirt for this movie, In the Mood for Love. No, that's not growing yeah, up. Yes, in my teenage years. No, Okay, man, you were old. There's no friggin' kid teen that grows up, like, wanting to watch a subtitled foreign romantic love story. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's an unrequited unrequited love movie set in Shanghai in China. Okay, I just need to... the director Wong Kar-wai. I just need to check something. Hold on a second. (laughs) Hold on a second. It's awesome. The movie is great. It is subtitled, so if you I can't handle subtitles, but it's an excellent movie. In the mood for love. Movies. And the soundtrack's really two. good. So, no, how, uh, hang on. Yeah. You Wait, know what my runner-up would have been is Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club was an excellent movie, but that's not a kid's movie. But you said growing up. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Shut up, Olivia. <laughs> No, seriously, you're allowed to, yeah, I, I was not, and, and Blade Runner is not a kid's movie. I don't know what I'm fighting you for. I just. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't an adult yet. Oh, my goodness it was a It was a formative. And I should know you were going to say form, something like that, because, you know. like. So, Alethea actually bought me a t-shirt, uh, In the Mood for Love t-shirt, which yeah. is, like, a super obscure thing. I'm sure, like, every time I wear it in public, I'm like, people don't know what the fuck I'm I'm wearing. Like, this is such a weird, obscure thing. It's just a, a lady's face uh, in profile with In the Mood for Love written underneath it. So, mm-hmm. it actually probably seems kind of creepy now that I think well, about it. Well, and I I bought a dress um, from 
I believe it was from uh, somebody in Etsy. Mm-hmm. Who, who made them in the China, same vein. Who made them, yeah, the same style dress. Mm-hmm. And now I will not wear it because I feel like that's cultural appropriation. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I would feel very uncomfortable wearing it, but I just love those. The, the, just the clothes in that movie. Oh, yeah. Just are just beautiful. I love that. That um, I guess it was like 50s, was it? Or uh, yeah, it may have been 60s. Yeah, it may have been 1950s. Yeah, I mean, I really like, I'm saying that now, but I could go at any period and be like, I love the clothes from there, I love that, because I just love, like, costumes. and. Yeah, cinematography yeah. was amazing. The yeah. wardrobe was amazing. They made all those dresses yeah. custom for her. Yeah. And. Um, but, like, I could totally yeah. see me as an adult dressing like that all the time, you know? Like, I, Yeah. I hear you, but at the same time, I feel like it's also like imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Like it's not like you're wearing an well, Asian Well, I mean, some of the dress. clothes were just from that time, but and then specific. also putting on like geisha makeup or something. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's yeah, just no. it's just a dress style. I guess like, I don't know. I feel like that would be okay. I don't know, but uh, the other thing is, it's way too big for me, anyways. Now, so oh. I need to uh... plump her up. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, uh, have it tailored. <laughs> No, I know. I, I don't think it. I should put money into getting it tailored. I think I should give it a home, a good home. Okay. Well, yeah. if you are. Especially here, I'm sure maybe somebody would, you know. Okay. Well, if you're in the Comox Valley and you're looking for a size, what? No, but I think the consignment store, isn't that near? All right. The... We'll figure out the stress thing later. Okay. All What's right. What's the yeah, next right. question? Um, the movie that you can watch over and over again. Oh, yeah. So what's the actual question? Because I forgot. Um, I put death proof. I ch- kept changing my mind. But no, I- but the question is, what is a movie that you would watch currently Yeah. that you would, not necessarily your favorite movie, but is a movie that you would totally be yeah. able to watch? Like it could be one of your favorite movies, but that you watch over and over again. But like more as an adult as opposed to, oh, okay. I had... So you yeah. let that one out of the bag, but for Sorry. you, I put old school. I do love old school, and I just <laughs> thought now I'm like, oh, man, I really like the movie Go. We're going to have to do a whole thing just on movies. It's really hard for me to pick, man. But I love Death Proof because, um, first of all, I love Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Secondly. Yeah, you do. I, like, Rosario Dawson is in it, and Plus I it's just, scary. she's awesome. It's scary. It's got my favorite friggin' car, man. It's, like, got action in it yes i just really really like it what did you think i put i thought you put uh oh yeah so i really don't know any names like this but i thought as an adult it would be some war movie or something to do with war (laughs) or army like in that vein oh so like band of brothers or something well that's a tv show but as a mini series but yeah. yeah like Saving Private Ryan, like that's the something kind of thing like that. that you were yeah, I just couldn't think of. Okay, I was just like, "There's just, just they all." They, I'm not really into all that, so I put Koyana's Katsi. So Koyana's oh, yeah. Katsi is like this. Um, I don't remember when it was made, but it was all this time lapse footage that was compiled of Earth. Yeah, and it was about like um, I don't know. It was kind of like a weird, uh, socio political commentary on you know humans in on earth and stuff and 
there's no words or anything. It's just time-lapse footage of nature and civilization set to an uh, entire score by Philip Glass. And Philip Glass is the best sorry, composer I, ever. I, I love the music. I realized that the music in Tales from the Loop was Philip Glass, and then uh-huh. I ate my words because Phil would put frickin' Philip Glass, and it's the soundtrack to The Hours, and I just that's found an excellent, super depressing. Oh, my God, that's such a good soundtrack. Uh, I was like, dude, this is not relaxing at all. He's done a lot of big movies and, and all kinds of things, but... Um, but this, I, I don't remember when Kaleidoscopy was made, but it was a long time ago. So, yeah. um, but it's it's held up like it's really cool. It's it's just a really cool movie to watch and just chill and just watch and kind of get lost in the movie and mm-hmm. just have like a weird little moment, you know. I thought I honestly, when you said it at first, I thought it was like um, like a movie by the same guy that did Howl's Moving Castle <laughs> and Princess Mononoke, which are also freaking awesome. Also, Koyanis Katsi is, uh, I believe, a First Nations word of some kind. And it, it does mean, like, life in motion, in motion or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I'd, anyway, it's, it's hard. I'm not going to spell it out, but just Google Koyanis Katsi and check it out. You'll, you'll appreciate that you did. Um, cool. The next question you asked was, what was your favorite uh, Halloween costume to dress up as when you were a kid? Yeah. So I just doubled down and I said tank girl again (laughs) for you. Yeah, I think I don't think I would have been going out trick or treating. I think that would have just been really awkward and inappropriate. I feel like I don't know what year (laughs) tank girl came out. Do you? I I have no idea. I just I I think you would do really good tank girl cosplay. I think you would be good at that. (sighs) Yeah, Um, it could have been Oh, 95. So okay. I was way too old to be going out <laughs> trick or treating. See, that's the generational difference. So what, yeah. what was your favorite Halloween costume? When I was little, I was obsessed with witchy poo. I don't even know what that is. Well, I'm not going to tell you now because that has to do with my thing afterwards. So I will explain that later. Okay, but you are going to explain what witchy poo is? She's a witch. Was it a TV show? <laughs> yeah, she was a character in a TV show. Okay. But here's the funny thing. I could not re- remember for the life of me what she looked like, why I liked her. I could only remember the costume. I couldn't even remember what show she was in or if she was even in a show or if she was a comic book character. I couldn't remember. Now or when you were a kid? No, I was literally trying to remember yesterday when I was oh. thinking of the questions because I was like, I know absolutely it was my favorite because we had a cheap plastic uh, costume from... Probably like this place called Wolko that used to be around. I don't know if you remember them. Well, yeah. Anyway, uh, not Wilco, not the band. Oh, okay. The store Wolko. Then no, I don't know. It was kind of like a Woolworths. Anyways, it was like super old. Like I don't, they don't exist anymore. Okay. Um, But it was kind of like a Zellers type of deal. I believe they probably turned into Zellers too at some point. Like. They took over the same. Right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. What do you think? Cheap I ass costume I used to wear all the time, and it was finished, like finished, and I would still wear it. Okay. Sorry. Wow. wow. Big rant. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um. What do you? Yeah. Think, what do you think I put for my favorite? So as a costume? kid, I would have thought you probably dressed up as. It's impossible for you to guess this. It's so oh. insider information. Tell me. Oh, I just realized I didn't. I I changed the question. 
when I told you, but I forgot to uh, change my answer. Okay, what so answer think, had you put? Um, I was thinking, I th- I was thinking of like favorite show. Okay. Um, and I put all right, quick Ninja Turtles favorite. Okay, so you think we'll just go with that Ninja Turtles for Halloween costume? Yeah. Isn't that like green face? Isn't that cultural appropriation? As a turtle? Yeah, if you do green face, is that offensive? I, I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, actually, my favorite ooh. costume. Ooh, that was a coaster that just dropped from that cold, sweaty, sweaty beer. Can. Yeah. Um, was, I, I believe it was my dad helped me make a, a plane costume out of cardboard oh cute so it was like a cardboard box and it had wings and it had like suspenders to hold it up and uh-huh. stuff and i had like the whole he like built it out completely it was huge and so i was inside of this cardboard plane and i was like the pilot and i was like flying it around <laughs> for my costume and it was That's like spray cute. painted and the whole deal but then the thing is in the neighborhood that i lived in there was actually quite a lot of um like enclosed porches. Yep. And I couldn't, with my wings, I couldn't fit I feel ya. up I to feel the ya. door. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they would have to, people were laughing and they would come and like uh, throw candy. And, and, and because of the way that it was designed, my arms were inside of the box yep. and I couldn't get my arms out of the plane. So they kind of had to just throw candy <laughs> towards my mouth. neck, towards <laughs> my neck or whatever. And I had my my awesome. uh, candy bag inside or whatever, but it was really cool. I thought it was awesome. I totally relate to the not uh, not being able to go up those stupid entryways <laughs> because my friend Carla and I decided one year it would just be so cool to be a two-headed monster. So we were both in this huge oh. box with just the neck holes. That is a cool <laughs> costume, but yeah. So then uh, growing up, you realize, you know, there's like, especially when you're, you know, going to parties and stuff, you got to have considerations for Halloween costumes. Like yeah. how easy is, is it going to be to pee in this thing? Yeah. Uh, how can you poke somebody's eye out with your hair? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> can you fit through doors? Can you uh, dance? Can you, are you able to play Bob for the apple? Although that's probably not a gift. Anybody <laughs> Bob played for the apple who's in the last 80 years, except for me. <laughs> Yeah. I've never played Bob yeah, for apples totally at a party. I totally played it. We had it. There's like a big basin filled up. The apples were in there. And I can't remember what my costume was, but I remember as I was bobbing for the apple, the person in front of me, their makeup was all off floating around in the water. And I was horrified. You know what? As, as kind of like a funny, um, kind of like an on the, on the nose thing or whatever, if we ever throw a party here, mm-hmm. we should have a Bob for the Apples thing as like our funny vegan drinking game or something. Like, Except then people's gross germs are in the, oh, no way, man. You're really the same guy. I'm going to be the bummer here, but the same guy that won't I'm gonna let go me first. eat off his plate or eat I'm gonna off I'm going to go first fork. in a fresh barrel of water. I'll grab the first apple. And if you can get an yeah, apple, you get a shot. The person like coughs out into the water. Like okay, the this water. is going to be after COVID <laughs> times. Let's just yeah, imagine a brighter future. All right. Um, where were we? Um, question five was, um, what was your favorite TV show when you were a kid? Growing up. Oh, um... Well, for you, I put Twilight Zone. I did really like the Twilight Zone. That wouldn't have been incorrect. I was really struggling here because when I was really, really little, I really liked this show called That's Incredible. 
because um, we'd watch it all together, me, mom, and dad, and I loved it. And it had stories in it that were creepy as well <laughs> as like feats of strength or whatever. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, there's a story about this house that had all this weird mold spots that were coming out, and every Ew. time they kept moving, I think the spots kept. Yeah, it was awesome. They had stuff about ghosts, and I loved it. But actually, um, I would I would have said that it was a toss up between the Twilight Zone and Amazing Stories, which was a series by Stephen King, I think. What, what do you think? Same I put? same idea though. I think you put. I wrote Transformers or Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so I did like Transformers, mm-hmm. but I don't actually remember ever watching that show. And when I was a kid. Um, Beast Wars was like a really big thing. What? Beast Wars. Like with people. No, it's, it was also a cartoon. Um, and it was also about Transformers, but it was like dinosaurs. Oh shit. Yeah. I literally legit just saw that when I was looking up cartoons from It was like dinosaurs and animals or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I was into that, but that's not what, uh, I actually really remember really liking the X-Files. And I remember when I was like, right. and I would say- when I was like seven or eight, um, like I would like beg to stay up to watch X Files, and then I would they would always say like my parents would always be like, all right, but you're gonna get nightmares and stuff, and I would always beg like, no, 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 I'm not gonna have nightmares, whatever, please let me. And then I would stay up late, watch the X Files when I was super like. I had to have been seven or eight because I remember my and dad was still alive. A, I would have, well, and then I, I would have been in grade seven when that came out, I think. Oh, maybe not. I might have been in high school. <laughs> and I would get nightmares every night. Like, it would, like, <laughs> I would just keep getting nightmares no matter what. Like, it was so scary. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Sidebar. Speaking of nightmares, because you're, you're really scary when you have a nightmare. But do you remember <laughs> what you did last night? Last night was insane. Okay, first of all. Our dog is sick. Yeah, like totally our poor our poor poor memphis he's really not feeling well he's got the runs he's had it for a few days we've been to the vet we're trying all different kinds of things so last night he just kept having to go outside to basically fart um, yeah i think he thought that he was gonna yeah yeah like, so good know. on him for waking us up but yeah. like you could you know it was just he couldn't get comfortable and yeah and he couldn't jump down off the bed himself and all that stuff but before that I was like messaging somebody and then I went to say goodnight to you and I was like, okay, goodnight, love you. And you're like, okay. (laughs) And I was like, wow, all right. And then not long after that, I'm still sitting there going, fucking what the hell? Like I was so pissed. You sit up super fast. Yeah. And you look at me, as you're sitting up, you're like, what, what? And then you look at me and your eyes are like fill eyes. They're like crazy red demon eyes. And I'm like, oh, he's still asleep. There's no way he's awake. And then you were like looking around. (laughs) And then you would like kind of turn as if you were going to say something to me. And then you'd look around a little bit more. And then your mouth would move like you're about to say something, but no sound would come out. And this went on for... It felt like it went on forever. Seriously, I, I was trying so hard not to laugh because I, I thought you were asleep and I didn't want to, like, startle you awake because then I was afraid you'd, like, punch me in the face or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, and anyway, so then at one point I could feel that I was no longer going to be able to retain my laughter because it just looked so ridiculous. And I said in a very shaky voice, 
I was trying, and my mouth was like, I'm sure the look on my face, because my face was all twisted up, I was trying so hard not to laugh, but anyways, I was like, are you okay? You're being really weird, so that's what I said, and you're like, all of a sudden, you just looked at me, and you were like, yeah, <laughs> and then you said, oh, what is it, you said something that you were like, I'm trying to sleep or something like that. And I was like, well, you just said the one that woke me. <laughs> like, I was trying to relax. You just scared the shit out of me. And you went right back to sleep. It was really funny. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, last night was rough. Like, Memphis yeah. was waking up, like, every hour. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. had to come out, bring him outside, let him walk around for a while. And, oh, man, it was brutal. And then this morning, I tried to, like, sleep in as late as I could, but I was at that point where... Um, I just couldn't sleep anymore, but I was yeah. also like wrecked. Like I just I was oh, still felt yeah, super absolutely. tired. Yeah. I almost felt like I was drunk when I woke up and we didn't even drink. <sighs> it was awful. Uh, totally off topic. What in the hell? I'm so Whoa. sorry. We're on our last question though. Question six. Very last question was, um, what oh, was your favorite costume, costume yeah. as an adult? Yeah. Uh, you go first. What do you think I put? I put snake eyes. Oh, I almost did, but then I remembered something else because I did dress up as Snake Eyes, and that was awesome. Yeah. But then I remembered that you and I won a costume contest dressing up as, like, Mad Max and yeah. um, the Fury or whatever. Uh, no, I was just one of <clears throat> the um, – uh, what were those chicks called? Yeah, not the Fury, the uh, – I don't know, whatever. We whatever were, they were. We were both, whatever they were. That's I, I, was I was like a <laughs> – a diesel not boy Angelique. or... I mean, not actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was a mistake. Not Charlize Theron. Yeah, and I, I wasn't Mad Max. I was dressed up as like one of the dudes. One of the bad guys. No, one of the... Well, sort of bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess they are bad guys. The, the you know, the oil kids or whatever, or the diesel kids or Old whatever. Old boy, the, was it? Or good boy? Something boy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. And then, I did your makeup. That was... I lo- yeah, it was cool, and we showed up all at Mad Max at, um, I think it was Jeff's house, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Gabby's house? No, it was Gabby's. Gabby and Justin's place, I Gabby guess. Gabby and Justin. And, uh, yeah, we won a costume contest together. Yeah. And so, cool. on that note, I put for you that your favorite costume was dressing up as Mad Max with me. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I feel so bad. My I, favorite costume was when... when um, Nathan turned me into a zombie mm. for that video that you did. Photo shoot. Photo shoot. Yeah, that was really cool. No, because you did the video after while we were getting our makeup done. Oh, okay. so I was getting confused. Yeah, so I did, uh, I used to do like semi-amateur, semi-professional photography. And I, um, yeah, there's this awesome uh, makeup artist named Nathan Blacksmith. Go check out his work. And uh, Nathan and I did this photo shoot. I had this idea to do zombies. And so he came to practice like because he wanted to practice like his wound makeup because he was trying to get into like more TV shows and stuff to do makeup for TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like and when they have like, you know, a knife stab or what, like a wound of some kind. Yeah. And so he was able to practice his wound makeup by doing zombies for me. And I, I even put a call out on like Craigslist or something. And like I had strangers to show up yeah. to be part of the zombie thing, and it was I even really had them. Fun. Some of them were victims, and like I had this this older woman showed up, and yeah. she was like crawling down the hall, and there was like a zombie attacking her, and 
It was crazy. I, yeah. I, it was actually, yeah, it was probably like my best photo shoot ever. And I think that was my favorite date, even though it technically wasn't a date, but we totally yeah, hung out hung afterwards. Out all day. Yeah. And uh, Clayton, my buddy Clayton showed up, who's a professional singer, um, but he's kind of got like this vampire vibe yeah, look to he, him. Yeah, he can have a pretty goth look to him. <clears throat> yeah, and he made the most, am- he made the most amazing zombie. He yeah. looks so creepy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's not... Like, as an artist, he's not scared to, like, go with weird face expressions yeah. and, like, really dive into a character and stuff. So, he, like, he really he really made an amazing zombie. So, yeah. I'll have to dig those photos out and maybe post. I, I'm sure I can find a photo of you as we, a zombie. I think we should totally. I'll, yeah, I have them if you don't. I, I can, I can, sure. I can I post a photo Instagram. of you on Instagram of, yeah. uh, of, of you and, as a zombie. And, and, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. So, and we have yeah. a... Uh, I got one. I got my favorite photo of Alicia as a zombie printed on a sheet of aluminum, so it has this really cool metallic look to it, and it's in our stairwell leading yeah. to our basement. So as soon as you turn the corner going down the stairs, you just have Alicia as a zombie right underneath this creepy <laughs> light, uh, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I know it'd be cool someday to have a room that we could just dedicate to me being able to watch all my horror movies and stuff, and like that would be <laughs> yeah, that would amazing. be a perfect painting uh, picture to put in there. We can Absolutely. and I could get the other ones print. Uh, so, oh, sorry. That would have fit my rec room growing up. Creepy. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Good. Neat. So that's all the questions. Yeah. So now Phil does not believe in destiny or like serendipity or like fate uh, or like um, the universe bringing like things signs. together. He doesn't. He doesn't. Even though he should. You know, oh. I was thinking about when you said the mold that followed the people. Yeah. I'm like, I think you're making a a false correlation. Maybe it's just that they the are people were dirty people and they don't they can't clean their house. I don't properly. remember if it was mold. I it was some kind of spots. I don't know. This was an old seventies show. What do you want? Anyway, um I happen to be listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Weed and Grub, and they had uh Adrian oh my god, oh my god. Okay, I will look up her name, but I cannot recall it right now so i'll look it up while i'm telling you but uh there was a guest of theirs on that um adrian Earhart. okay yeah and she has a podcast called glitchin and she likes to talk about you know coincidences and stuff like that and she goes right into it and it's really 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 like i really enjoy her podcast it's really good anyway so i find that stuff super interesting so uh i don't know a couple of months ago i started talking to a friend of mine who doesn't live here and we were talking about coincidences and stuff and we were just remarking how many coincidences happen like every single day it's just nuts and sometimes i would tell you and you'd be like it's just a coincidence. It doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, no, man, like this is super weird because sometimes the way it would connect was so bizarre. It wasn't like, oh, you're watching this. So this came up and da, 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 da. It wasn't like that at all. Well, because of uh, all the smart things in our homes now, like Google is listening, Alexa is listening, right. and, you know, everything is listening and giving exactly. us Exactly. But you can't, ex- like, some things, it has no, like, it can't have anything to do with that. Okay, so what I'm going to get to was I'm doing up this questionnaire, okay? And I was listening to, uh, I don't know, a podcast or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I can't remember the podcast that I was listening to, but I was thinking to myself, it had nothing to do with 
uh, like this questionnaire where I'm going with, with that. It was just so that I was sitting down and while I was doing this, I wanted to listen to something in the background. And I was remembering Witchy Pooh and I was like, man, why did I love that so much? Like, who is this character that I was so obsessed with when I was younger? And um, anyway, so I, I go and I look her up and the podcast that I had been listening to had, had somehow gotten on the topic of child actors. That's all you need to know for that. So I go to look her up and I see she was in HR Puff and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. I don't remember that at all. Like, I totally don't remember that show at all. So I don't know why I would have liked her. So, because I would have been really young. I think that was like, out. sorry, like early, early 70s. So I don't know if I would have remembered it anyway, but whatever. Anyway, so HR Puff and stuff. I'm like, okay. So then I happened to notice that she was a main character. And one of the other main characters was this name that was mentioned in the podcast about where they had mentioned something about the tragic story of this child actor, which was Jack Wilde. And I'm like, who's he? So I go and I look up the, you know, YouTube video so I can see who Witchy Poo is and who this Jack White person is. And he's like the little boy that bring that like has a magic flute and he goes on a boat and he gets stranded on this island uh, because this witch tries to like steal his magic flute so she tries to like shipwreck him but the HR above and stuff goes and helps him and takes him on his island and whatever so I'm like oh that's funny you know I don't think anything of it after that hey. okay so then um bear with her this yeah. is coming around yeah, so yeah, yeah it is it's coming around so I thought that was really friggin' strange so one of the things that jack white also did was he was really popular um for movies and stuff like uh oliver oliver i think it was which is based on the charles dickens story oliver twist okay you're familiar right sure and i remember like the poster being up in the mall when i was younger because they would put up uh outside the cinema which is still inside that world was still inside the actual mall um, they would put posters of, like, classic movies. So you'd have, like, a poster of Sound and Music and whatever. And so they had this poster of Oliver Twist. So um, I was like, oh, I totally remember that. Like, I would see it all the time. And I was a little upset when they took down all these vintage posters when they redid the the um, mall cinema because, I don't know, I just it was something I associated with my childhood. So anyways, yeah, he was in Charles Dickens' Oliver Twist. So leave that there, and then I go to work, and I'm talking to... Uh, a lady at work and she happens to mention that she has a cat and she says that his name is Dickens and so I'm talking to her and I'm asking her like oh that's super cute you must have really been into Charles Dickens not yet even connecting this whole thing with Jack White like I totally forgotten all about that Jack White a wild sorry Jack Wilde so then, <laughs> not Jack White. Um, so then she's like yeah but she said before I realized he was a boy his name was Trixie and okay. I thought to myself, that's really funny. You know, okay, like, gender fluid cat. Yeah. So she's like, so I liked both names. So I decided to go with Dickens. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So I come home and I start reading my, or start making dinner or whatever. And I happen to have been listening to an episode of, um, again, uh, it was, oh, no, I think it was Guide to the Unknown. Was it? No. It wasn't. It was Scam Goddess. Sorry, Scam Goddess. And she happened to have uh, the 
entertainer Trixie Mattel on her show. So okay. I'm like, Trixie, Trixie, right? So later, anyways, wow. I go, to, no, now listen, okay. we've gone from Jack Wilde to Witchy Poo, back to Jack Wilde, to Dickens, to Dickens, the to, from Charles Dickens, to Dickens the Cat, who used to be Trixie, back to the, a podcast that was talking with Trixie Mattel. Okay. And then I go to bed, and as I'm reading the chapter of the current book that I'm reading, I realize this all takes place in the city of Dickens. It's freaking crazy. It's crazy, oh, man. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> that's I'm, nuts. That's uh, it's pretty awesome. You have to say. It's a pretty uh, awesome coincidence. Yeah, I thought so. Speaking of books. Yeah, speaking of books. A month ago, on our very first podcast, mm-hmm. we talked about how we're going to do, every month we're going to do a book club thing and... This book has been tough, man. I've been trying to get through this book. It's been really good, but um, I believe it's called The Left Hand of Darkness. And it's been a really interesting book, but I've treated it as like the last possible resort of activities. So like if there's a YouTube video I want to watch or a video game or a podcast I want to listen to or literally anything else, I will do that first. And then after all else fails, I will resort to reading um which sucks because i haven't read the book like i've right. i'm like within three well, reddit is so much more interesting right? reddit is so good i mean i mean why would you crack open a book why if would, you yeah. could see an article on like a dog that looks like a i don't know a peach or something weird like okay, that. first of all i show alethea many a funny meme or video at nighttime and she does enjoy them so mm. but <laughs> sometimes no. all you gotta do is check out reddit funny or eye bleach or whatever and oh get your God. daily source of happiness or whatever but anyway i need to start treating reading as like a, a more primary task uh to get this thing done so i apologize yeah. i ruined july book club well because i haven't finished it, it i haven't finished it yet and at least he still has to read it so i'm going to be delayed on that um it might basically my punishment is i i can't discuss it yet and it like I get to choose the next book and I already have a book picked out and we're not even going to get to it for like probably another couple of weeks. So I'm well, sorry. You should let me read it first. Cause in the time that yeah. it took you just the month of July. Yeah. And I, again, only read when I go to bed usually. Mm-hmm. So I managed to read another Ruth Ware book, the lion game, which is so good. It was so, so good. Um, also a thriller. Ted Chiang. Exhalation, which I suggest you read. It's so good. It's it's uh, a bunch of different stories, and it has a lot to do with, um, oh, my God, just like AIs and oh, uh, I like AI. advancement in technology, but it's all different stories of what if we had these things um, and our AIs sentient and if you had the power to change his, like history, like your own personal history, if you had the power to go back in time and do something different or, or to, to like, remember the, there was a, what's the show there? Um, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror, where they could put the glasses on and they could rewind and see what happened. Mm-hmm. 
like well, that yeah, they type had of a, thing. They yeah, they had a, a log of everything. Yeah, and what if you didn't need your body to live? There's all these different stories. It's so good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should check it out. What's um, it called again? It's called Exhalation by Ted Chiang. I think it's Chiang. It's C-H-I-A-N-G. Okay. And uh, I listened to Glennon Doyle's Untamed, um, which is like a true account of just, you know, kind of... I don't even know. Having strength to kind of be true to yourself and and honor the person are instead of trying to be something that you're not, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the deep by River Solomon, which is it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. It's amazing. It's about a whole community underland, like underland, under the sea. It's just really good. It's really good. It's it's like how these slaves got thrown overboard while while they were pregnant, and then from uh, from them, their offspring were born, and they became like these creatures that had almost like an Atlantis under the sea. It's kind of I'm not I'm not doing it just to explain it. It's very good though. Yeah. Well, while you've been reading all those books, which I commend you for because that's amazing, and I've been doing a pretty crap job of reading that one book that was assigned to me. Uh, I have been listening to a lot of independent journalism. So I think last time I mentioned Vox. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening to like Today Explained by Vox, which is awesome. They have a bunch of other podcasts too. But I recently stumbled onto Canada Land, which is like an independent Canadian journalism podcast. And they're uh, like amazing. I can't believe I had never heard of them before. Mm -hmm. Um. And they actually recently did a huge um, story on the We Charity thing with oh. the Trudeaus and the We Charity and whatever, yeah. which is really interesting. You should like people should check it out. Um, but they also had like um, a mini series about Thunder Bay. And speaking of like Black Lives Matter, um, I mean this relates to Indigenous rights okay. and like First Nations rights. But like um, when people say like. I have a bunch of coworkers that said like, oh, like we don't have racism in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like the news media is overhyping all the stuff and everybody's exaggerating, whatever. But like, it's real. It's yeah. totally real. Yeah. And even amongst my coworkers, I've had coworker like Asian coworkers that have been, uh, you know, called out at grocery stores by white dudes saying like that they're bringing coronavirus to Canada, which is shitty. Um, I mean, we have a neighbor who's, uh, Brown, who got had the N word written on his uh, vehicle. Yeah, well, yeah. There's been a couple of of racial slurs uh, that have been uh, plaguing the community by some nitwits, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's but really I mean, unfortunate. that stuff is nothing in comparison to uh, the really truly heart wrenching and real accounts of yeah, the yeah, stories that I heard yeah, coming out of yeah. Thunder Bay. And like I've never met anybody from from Thunder Bay, but like I know, I know a guy who grew up near North Bay, which mm-hmm. is still a pretty remote community. Yeah. And mm-hmm. from hearing any kind of stories from, like, not a lot of people know a lot of people from Northern communities. But like, if you haven't, you really need to check out Thunder Bay by Canada Land. And I think it's like a six or an eight part series, and it'll really change your mind about the way that. First Nations are treated in Canada. And me personally, I was kind of looking for something to um, educate myself because I, I just like we have one uh, First Nations guy at work 
And it's kind of awkward to talk to him about that because I don't want to seem like, you know, it's 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 awkward to be like, hey, man, can you tell me about, like, the struggles of First Nations people um, in Canada? Like, like the other day, I actually got yeah. misinterpreted because, um, like, I know what his name is. Yeah. Like, I don't want to call him out on our podcast, but, um, like, I... I know what I I know what his name is, but I wanted to know like what his nickname was or like what he liked to be called by because uh-huh. I, I asked everybody that. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I got asked that too. Know, yeah. There's a guy and I'm like, hey, like, do you like to be called Jake or what? Right. You know? Yeah. And so the other day I was like, hey man, like what do you like to be called? You know, because I hadn't oh. worked with him a lot. Oh shit. Like <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. And he's like, by my name? And I'm like, yeah, like I'm like, I know your name, but like, do you like it like this or like that or whatever? It's hard to say. Like, if if it, like my name's you... my name's Philip, right? So like, yeah. it's like me asking, like, hey man, do you like Phil or Philip or uh, yeah, but Phil boy or whatever? Why didn't you just say? Why didn't you just I, say? I, like... I was totally, I was so naive and innocent about it. I was just like, hey man, like, oh, no. do you like to be called like what? Like what? What do you like to be? And but he's a First Nations dude, and um. That's totally awesome, but like I, I feel like I was misinterpreted, and I you was never so, explain yourself after. Well, no, I, <gasps> I, I, no, I, no, I did. I said, and I said, like, uh, I just wanted to know whether you, you meant like you like to be called like this, like do you, do you like to be called Phil, kind of thing, you know, or you know, because I didn't know if his name was short for something else or whatever, but I didn't mean anything by it. But like all, like after I said it, I realized, like, oh my god, like. Everybody else is misinterpreting yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm a super white dude. And I felt like I was misinterpreted as being an ignorant white dude. And I feel really bad about it now. But I don't want to make it more awkward by... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know? I don't think you should say to him, though. Um, I mean, it's one thing to be awkward. And, like, we should just... Ha- we have to be awkward, like, to learn. But I don't think you should put the onus on somebody to explain it to you. I think it's important to not make, they've already got so much work to do. Well, but that's what I mean. I'm not going to ask him to tell me about his issues and whatever and and whatever. Like I might be curious, but I'm not going to, I don't know him well enough to be asking him personal questions like that. So, well, even if you did know him, like it just puts added, like I was listening to this thing and um, like the whole black lives matter thing. And like the, uh, there, like some conversations that came up were like, it's great that everybody's trying to learn, um, how to address racial injustice and stuff like that. But it's not fair to say to somebody black, tell me what your struggles are. Like, what should I do type of thing? Because they're, they've already got enough stuff to worry about. Like the last thing they should have to do for us is make it easier for us to be better. We need to put the work in. We need to, to, to look for that information. It's not like it's not out there, right? It is. Yeah. You don't need someone to like dumb it down for so you. So anyway, I wasn't going to ask this guy to explain to me his trials and tribulations or whatever. But I did end up finding this podcast um, through the Canada land group um, and it's called Thunder Bay. And if you have no idea what kind of issues first nations are having in Canada, that's a really good place to start and it's independent journalism. And it honestly, I mean, prepare yourself. It's definitely a downer. Like we don't call this party pooper podcast for nothing. Yeah. Um, it's definitely hard to listen to, but I think that any, anybody that's listening to this, that's a Canadian, I think it's your duty to educate yourself on 
what's happening in Canada and, um, you know, just to be aware of the issues that we are, we're having as Canadians because they're Canadians too. And, you know, that's, it's important for us to be aware of these things. That way Mm -hmm. we, when, when we hear stuff in the news about different things or whatever, we'll have a different, we'll have, uh, if you don't educate yourself, then you can't have a perspective on it, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't like, how can you form an opinion on something that you have, no, you know, nothing about, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And I'm going to add to that. If you're asked to uh, participate in, or you see there's like a trending hashtag on something, um, maybe take a few minutes and look up to see where it's coming from because sometimes you could be drowning out a very important message like there was this whole thing challenge accepted going on right now um and girls are like putting out pictures of black and white pictures of themselves and some of them are kind of just saying oh you know it's a female empowerment thing like uh just remember you're always beautiful and you have self-worth and that's true but the starting point of this i believe stemmed from um, the fact that there's such blatant and like a, an incredible amount of uh, femicide going on in Turkey. And it had all been about how many, like in the news, how many black and white photos they would see of how many women have died. And like um, there was a thing going around where it said in the past week, they've just had so many women that have been murdered. And often, uh, like, just how many are treated as if they just don't matter just because they're female. And this does happen in other cultures, too, I'm sure. Um, I mean, it, it, it happens all over the world, some some places probably more than others, for mm-hmm. sure. But point being that I think a lot of people piggybacked on this to have traffic go to their accounts without saying it's one thing to draw people to your account um, to have them see what the true message is that you're trying to share. And then it's another thing just to have people come to your account, account to look at your picture and give you likes and see, I don't know, your business or whatever. Yeah, or your don't appropriate brand, people's um, yeah. social justice yeah. for your own yeah. lives. And, and, and maybe, I mean, I think that the turkey thing started out before. But it's again, it's like when I saw that pull up or shut up thing, obviously there are certain things that are going to get mistaken for others because like a pull up is an actual you know, pull up, uh, like an exercise, mm-hmm. but it's also has to do with, um, you know, coming forth and, and basically bearing what your company is, is composed of like, uh, and how, what you're doing to fight racial injustice and that type of thing. But like you said, well, is it put up or shut up? And I was like, Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know why it's pull up. I'm not really sure. But anyways, I, I didn't mean to go on about that. Just, just yeah. pointing that out. Cause I think I'm sure I probably have done it in the past. I was asked to participate. Thankfully my friend, I saw she did the correct thing and she, she broke down what it's all about um, on her Facebook page. But I noticed so many people haven't and It's just really unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it's just in an innocent, not realizing, you know? In that vein, uh, Canada Land also has some pretty awesome stuff on racism in journalism, like talking about racism within journalism organizations in Canada. Mm-hmm. That was also pretty hard-hitting and close to home, too. And they did a pretty good episode um, analyzing Q- QAnon as well. So if anybody's interested in that kind of stuff, go check it out. Cool. Um, but to leave it on a more positive note, I don't know if you're ready to wrap it up, but this re- episode's running kind of late. Yeah. But I 
I wanted to ask it's you. Long weekend. It's a longer episode. <laughs> yeah, our next episode will be the oh. one like our. It's going to be a little bit late, but it's our next episode is going to be the one that's going to wrap up our month. We're going to announce the next month's charity. Right. We're gonna, you know, I'll I'll try and get the book read and. Uh, maybe we'll talk about book. Maybe we probably won't, but, maybe uh, we'll talk about book. you know, we'll talk about the monthly challenges and all right. that stuff and do our, our end of month, uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but for now, uh, do you have a song for this one? You know what? I completely, my friggin' idea and I completely forgot about it. So give me a hot second. You can. Okay. I'll tell you what my song was. Um, my song is going to be straight up. By the straight up cover by Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. Oh my god, I thought you meant straight up like Oh, it is. It's Paula Abdul's song, but it's by Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. Yeah, is that I, what you mean? I loved that song. Well, I love the Paula Abdul one. Yeah, I really like I don't think Me First and Gimme Gimme's had it out when I when I knew it. I really like the Me First and cool. the Gimme Gimme's cover. I mean Me First and Gimme Gimme's are like the kings of covers. But uh yeah, I just been listening to that song a lot lately. Right and on. I think it's it's awesome. It's a really happy song. Pressure. Uh, you know, I guess just looking back at this and thinking like it's all, you know, we were kind of looking back at stuff we liked when we were younger. I'm going to say, I feel like Charlie XEX is a good band that does songs that make me feel like I'm back when I really, well, I don't think I ever really never gave a shit, but I was definitely braver to like party and stuff. So I'll pick a song by Charlie XEX. Probably I don't care. <laughs> I don't know if that's the name of it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. It's a good, it's a good answer. All right. Well, it's a long weekend in BC this weekend for August 1st weekend. So everybody enjoy. Vices responsibly. Make sure you keep that physical distancing going and we'll see you on the next one.